And now, the Flophouse Movie Minute. So, Elias, you, um, you did a, uh, <laughs> hold on. No, that was perfect. Well, fuck it up. We gotta do it again. <laughs> Stop fucking it up, Dan. Take two. So, Elliot, you did the um, John McCain video for the uh, Daily Show's convention coverage. It's called the John McCain biofilm. Yeah. Um, that was uh, narrated by a big Hollywood star, was it not? It was. A transatlantic Hollywood star, Mr. Ian McShane. What was it like working with him? Let me tell you. Well, for anyone who's not, re- not familiar with the name, Ian McShane is best known in England for his character Lovejoy, who he, the uh, roguish antiques dealer who solves crimes. But uh, here in the United States, he's best known as Al Swearingen on Deadwood, the best character on that show, one of the best characters on television in the past couple of years. He was also in uh, the Death Race. Movie. He's in Death Race. He was in Scoop. Uh, he was the voice of the evil polar bear in Golden Compass. Uh, and he's a voice in something else coming up, too. He was he was in Hot Rod, the Andy Samberg film Hot Rod. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's disappointing. He's well. He's really good, and I regret completely that I missed the recent run of Harold Pinter's The Homecoming that he was in on Broadway. But I was doing this McCain biofilm, and it was all about how McCain's a tough guy and a maverick, and there was a lot of cowboy imagery in it. And I said the guy I'd really want to work with is Ian McShane. So I went to our guest booker, and I said. I let me know if this is realistic. I'd like to get Ian McShane. And she said, yeah, we can do that. Uh, and then told me that it's a common request for her to get Leonardo DiCaprio to work on pieces and things <laughs> like that. So she said, Ian McShane is a big name, but I think he is more doable than Leonardo DiCaprio. So and then that's a little, tr- little look behind the scenes at how The Daily Show works. We put off recording his voice track as long as possible so that we could get the script in shape. So it was about a month almost between when I suggested him and when we actually recorded. And we had to reschedule with him a couple times because it was just not ready for him. Uh, but he was very nice and very politely kept rescheduling. He recorded in Los Angeles, and I was in St. Paul, Minnesota at the time. So it was all over the phone, and then here's another look behind the curtain – the way they do this, they record it in L.A., then they upload it to the internet on an FTP site, and then we download it. Very exciting. With, like, satellites and stuff? Uh, no, more like just the internet. Uh, fiber optics? Is there some sort of... Those might be involved. It depends on their connection. Maybe there's DSL lines. I don't know. Is it radioactive in some way? Nope, not at all. Huh. Do we get it from the Egyptians? Nope, they didn't know like about Stargates? this. Nope. Stargates were not from the Egyptians. They were from the ancient alien civilization that inspired the Egyptians. Oh, I gotta watch that movie. Again, One of the I things guess. that bugs me about Stargate is you'll read descriptions where it's like aliens who imitated ancient Egypt and are now, and it's like no, that you're supposed to get that the Egyptians imitated the aliens. They built the pyramids because they wanted to have things that looked like spaceships. Is that what it says on like the Stargate. Netflix sleeve? Or <laughs> that's what it, uh, I don't know what it says on. Uh... Hey, they have a TV show based on Stargate now. That's really weird. Anyway, I'll finish this story about the animation. It was. It was. One of the coolest experiences I've had working at The Daily Show, aside from fist-pounding Barack Obama uh, when my hands had Dorito crumbs all over them and I couldn't shake his hand. But that's another name-dropping story unrelated to movies at all. He was very polite. He was ready to go through the script any number of times as much as he needed to. And it was very, and he has he's English, so he has an English accent. And then he, like, turns on the Al Swearingen American accent, and it's really cool. And I would do an impression of it, but I can't do it justice we had been working with a scratch track that i was recording so we had my voice reading this stuff in my approximation of what it would sound <laughs> yeah. like so the first line was he was a maverick so it'd be like he was a maverick 
my, exactly sounding like that. And then we would replace it with Ian McShane's voice, and suddenly the whole thing would come alive and not sound shitty because I was completely wrong for that part. You're not wrong for any part. <laughs> Thank you for that. I think he's coming on to you. This is awkward. We're being recorded right now. Ian McShane, it was just amazing and exciting to work with him, someone I'd seen on TV a lot and was a huge fan of, and he was very... It was the kind of thing where you are involved with someone you're a fan of, and you find out that they're very nice and uh, are a pleasure to work with, and so it's exciting, and, you know... The only time that I was ever happy to learn that someone I was a fan of was not the nicest guy was when I met Kurt Vonnegut, and we had been told ahead of time we could go down and talk to Kurt Vonnegut, and he would sign a book for us, and we go down, and he sees us walk in the room, and he goes, ah, oh, do we have to? And it was like... Oh, Kurt Vonnegut, that was perfect. That's exactly what I would imagine you were like, a crusty old man. So, But this was the exact opposite of that. He was really nice to work with and did it, I think, just as a favor for us. Very exciting. So that has been the first episode of Name Dropping with the Flophouse. <laughs> Next time I'll tell you the exciting story of how I went to high school with a famous movie star. Who was it? And you won't watch her topless. <laughs> Andy Rooney. <laughs>